everybody, and welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Face Boy. I am Face Girl. And with us on the phone is Sarah Elizabeth. Hi, everybody, through a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's all so weird. It's all too much. You know. Welcome to Uncanny Valley. We live in it now. Friggin' zombie apocalypse. This is the lamest zombie apocalypse I uh, have personally ever, ever encountered. I wanted, uh, I wanted zombies, but we don't have zombies. I disagree. We just have onesies and copious amounts of, like, wine and marijuana and sleep. I feel like (laughs) everyone on the street is a zombie and that joggers are fast zombies, the most dangerous type of zombie. That's fair. If you're choosing to go outside jogging right now, despite the fact that people are dying every two minutes, you're probably a zombie. Joggers. <laughs> it pissed me off. It would be a zombie movie. Uh, zoggies? What's that no, that didn't land. What? Is that a thing? What did you say, Catherine? I, I said, uh... I don't even know what I fucking said. But it would explain why they can't just, like, not fucking run. Like, of course they're zombies. They're, like, slaves to whatever weird fucking schedule they have. They're like, no, must make coffee in the morning, then go to work, jog. Like, what are these zombies doing? They're zombie robots. That sounds like me, though. Capitalism zombie robots. (laughs) Capitalist zombots. What the fuck? Greed. Have worst episode of Futurama ever. Oh, did they still make that? Because do they I mean, still make that? Um, I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know either. Well, I'll Google it one day. I had to go to uh, two fifty Broadway today to uh, pay my mother's credit card bill, and Why? that's right near City Hall because it's due on the fifteenth. Wait, and, you know, she can't do anything online, and she can't, she would not like to have the ATMs being used. I have to go to a branch that's open. She's 87, you know, these things comfort her if you actually go to a branch that o- that's open. So it's not that long of a walk. It's three miles round trip. But, you know, that's really fucking zombie apocalypse land. It's weird, you know, that they're just the, the few people that are out are not normal people. They're homeless people and politicians. Huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> not normal people. Who will win in a fight? The homeless person or the politician? I don't know. Yeah. What what what's the fight? You know, is it is it brute force who can win in a fist fight, or is it like who can win in having a fair chance in surviving the zombie apocalypse? No, um, you know, because that's not a really fair fight. There, I will say one of the most fucked parts about all of this is just like it really it's uh, the the pandemic. It completely affects people differently depending on um, you know the class bracket you fall into, and it's like when you look at the numbers of spread based off of borough. Uh, you know, the spread is lowest in neighborhoods with politicians and rich dudes who can stay home and get their groceries delivered, and it's the highest in places with, you know, 
people who are living in poverty and don't have the luxury of staying home, of staying home or having a home to even stay in. Um, yeah, absolutely true. Absolutely true. There was one case in my building, and that's surprising. But uh, but you know, it was immediately everything was cleaned and disinfected from the roof down to the basement, and whoever that person was either was well, I'm sure either quarantined in their apartment or went to a hospital, and you know it it didn't spread in the building like it would anywhere. Well, not anywhere else, like it would in a poor neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good that your building management was on top of getting that taken care of. Mine's been completely MIA, but they sent us a really nice email to say, we're really sorry that you're dealing with the pandemic. This is causing everyone a lot of stress, obviously. Unfortunately, we still need you to pay your rent on the first, because if you don't pay your rent, then we can't pay uh you know, the money that we owe for the building, and then everyone's going to be homeless. So please pay your bills. Thanks, love management. So what's the staffing situation like in your building? I have not seen one person on staff since this started. They just, I mean, to be fair, I'm high risk because I have a pre-existing cardiac condition. So I've been um, practicing uh, social distancing for about six weeks now. I leave my house about once every two weeks to get groceries, and that's it. Uh, one time I had to take my dog to the vet, but I had not even seen a hand sanitizer station in my lobby until I went out on Saturday to get groceries. So we're definitely behind the curve, and my building is uh, shared with a hotel. Right. So, yeah, I'm thrilled. It's fine. Right. Yeah. Also, every single fucking thing in my apartment has decided to break. Um, my blinds on my windows, I tried to pull them down the other day, and the cord just snapped. The whole mm. thing fell down. <laughs> um, so in order to get my blinds back up now, I have to manually roll this giant thing. It's a great arm workout. Um, two of my cabinet doors have come off of their hinges. This is like a fancy, expensive apartment. Yeah, of course, because that's how, you know, newer buildings work. They build things as cheaply as possible, and then, you know, it looks nice, but they do it for as little money as they can, and then things break, and then you call maintenance, and they come and fix it, but fucking A, if I'm having some person come into my apartment right now, I will happily take some broken things and figure it out myself and be proactive and radically self-reliant and not have some person's germs uh, invading my bubble. No. Nope, nerp, no thank you. Oh, sure, no thank you. Yeah, I had to get ahead of this early as well um, because, you know, I've taken care of a frail, vulnerable 87-year-old. You know, if I got it, I could, I, I would either have, I might even because I'm in pretty damn good shape. Um, but if she gets it, that's it. That's That's it. You know, she wouldn't survive it. People her age don't, um, or very few people her age survive it. Um, actually, I don't know the statistics. I might be making that up, but she is high risk. Which is why there's a higher fatality rate. What's that? It's a higher risk for complications, you know. So Correct. That's the higher fatality rate. My mom's 70, so it's not like... <laughs> Yeah, and as soon as uh, Trump put Mike Pence in charge of this thing, 
uh, I knew it was lights out because, and I mentioned it on, on the show uh, right after that happened that I know his his record in Indiana that there's when he was governor there was this huge fucking HIV outbreak because he doesn't know what he's doing when it comes to these types of things. So the second Pence is put in charge of it is when I started my stockpiling, when I started my no-touching things, all that other stuff. I think that's generous. Maybe even a little bit before. Yeah, and I did say it on the show. I gave our readers a heads up. I mean, our listeners. What's that? I said my PTSD kicked in pretty quick the second the first case hit Manhattan. And, mm-hmm. you know, people weren't thinking about it, but because I am high risk and I am my mother's only child and my mother is, you know, single and lives alone, I got to be here and be healthy to help her if she needs me. Uh, yep. And, yeah, so I started, uh, I actually was on my way to therapy uh, that day and I got on the subway and I just had a gut feeling that it was not safe and I got off and I <laughs> I walked home because I'd only gotten two steps. And I called my therapist on the walk home, and I said, you know, I think I'm going to need to start uh, doing phone sessions because my therapist is on the Upper East Side, and I live in Brooklyn, and mm-hmm. I just I couldn't I couldn't do the two-hour trip um, to put myself at risk for something that was supposed to make me healthier. And you know, now she's like, yeah, you were you were ahead of the curve on that one, but it doesn't matter because everyone else went and fucked it up. Catherine started the social distancing and the hand sanitizer and all that other stuff when she was 12. Yeah, yeah. Catherine, you actually, you've been preparing for this your entire life, huh? That's why I'm not complaining that there are no zombies. Like, yes, (laughs) I read about zombies. And I can argue, you can argue that they are zombies. So I'm fine with that. Because this may not have been, like, the one that I planned for, but it's certainly the one I trained for. Like, I am naturally (laughs) predisposed to nail this fucking apocalypse, and I knew it the whole time, and I still have my VCR, and I don't know how that's going to play into this yet, but we'll find out towards the end. But yeah, no, I'm ready for this. Well, you know, I think... I think, Space Boy, we, uh, we also have been training for this our whole lives in a different way. I think people with clinical depression um, <laughs> also are familiar with the whole let's stay at home for weeks at a time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Except now the difference is people aren't shaming us for not being in control of our chronic illnesses. They're encouraging us to do it. Oh, and it's mildly me. confusing because I'm like, I've been home for six weeks, and if this happened at another point in my life, People would come and, like, break into my apartment to make sure that, my like, I wasn't dead and try and find a body. Yep. And now yep. everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Is it just stay, stay at home for, you know, months at a time. Don't worry about people with mental health issues. Like, suicide isn't going to be a second pandemic. We're fine. I feel yep. understood, finally. Like, you know how all you normal people feel right now? That's me, baseline. <laughs> like, you're afraid to go out because of everything in the air is just toxic people are poison um and like nothing is safe and you want to cover your face but you'd look weird if you like walked around in a bubble so you got to pretend to be a human and put on your skin suit even though you don't want to uh (laughs) and like yeah it's isolating and depressing being in this safe world in your house where no one can fuck with you uh so now congratulations welcome to me welcome to my baseline normal people Fuck y'all. <laughs> I feel that similarly but differently. I'm not, um, you know, I, I'm not 
necessarily very focused on fear of people's germs, but rather their fact that humans are terrifying in general, regardless. Yeah, all that. It's not yeah. just germs. And, and, like, everyone has anxiety now. It's like, welcome to living with anxiety. Isn't it fun? But also the other thing is now when I start crying randomly or having a panic attack, I don't want to beat myself up about it because it's totally valid to be upset about the state of the world. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm just sitting in the bathtub, you know, eating a Caesar salad that I made to try and boost my mood, and suddenly I'm crying into my plate of lettuce. Why? Because we're in a pandemic, and it's okay. Just for context, is there water in the tub, or is it a dry tub? Oh, no, there's definitely water in the tub, and like a <laughs> bath bomb, some lush, and some ap- <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie, there are times where I'll drain the tub, and I think I'm going to get out, and then ap- suddenly falls onto my shoulders, and then I do sit in drain tub and maybe cry a little bit but generally when that happens I fill it back up which makes me feel pretty bad because it's not the, the best use of water unless I'm having a panic attack that's like really bad and I need to lock myself in a room because I'm scared of everyone then frequently my choice is a, a bathroom and then I'll get it Some semblance of control. <laughs> I don't take. I that. think it's fair to say that every New Yorker right now, same fantasy, and that is a three-way with the Cuomo brothers. Ha! Agreed. Ha! Fucking agreed. Um. Hands <laughs> down. Agreed. I, I'm. And everybody who who isn't having that says one is, and this is all all you know prearranged consensual. <laughs> Chris Cuomo dressed as the Italian stallion, and I'm going down on him on his motorcycle, dressed as the bonus oh. busting fairy. It's getting hot in here. He, he he waves his magic wand, and my pants just fall off. I'm not gently. sure if I have a fever or if I'm really hold on. Are you they standing or still on your knees? Magically, nice. Leather pants. Does the belt snap into his hand and then become a whip? Tension. All of it is released by the Cuomo brothers. I think Do we they all call have you Trump? Sure. <laughs> no, Are you okay no, with I that? I don't like that anymore. No, that- Too degrading. No, yeah, it's just I'm me. All right, that's better. Yeah. What's I yours? like it better as you and the Cuomo brothers, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, my fantasy also, believe it or not, involves uh, Andrew Cuomo in uh, Choo waving his magic wand. That that day's fucking con- press conference was my 
favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anybody hasn't watched that yet, but it was it was what was it the day after like a few days after Chris Cuomo was um, tested positive with COVID nineteen. He brought him on via video call and he had a fever. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the stuff that came out of his mouth, I definitely don't think would have come out of his mouth if he didn't have a fever. But I'm so grateful for it. Right. So grateful for it. Um, because I definitely was crying while watching. And then Chris came on and he talked about his fever dream about Andrew and his tutu waving around his magic wand. And in my fantasy, I'm actually, I think, staying in bed with Chris Cuomo. And he's just, you know, holding me affectionately and tenderly stroking my hair. And, like, not – there's no sex involved. It's just physical contact because that's equally as much of a fantasy right now as getting fucked is because I live alone. Um, and while we're tenderly cuddling, Andrew dances in. <laughs> um, and, you know, the magic wand is what – flips the switch from snuggle time to let's get nasty. Um, and I haven't really thought further about it other than nipple rings and letting them do whatever they want to me. Whatever they want. Whatever they want. Whatever so they want. I will say this, Andrew Cuomo, if for whatever reason you happen to be listening to this, which I highly doubt that you are, um, give me a call. Find me on the internet. Uh, doors open. I'm I'm eager to do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Just like tag He's him. He's not married. He's not married. Really? I don't know. I don't know what Chris's wife's feelings on you know open marriages are. It would have to even in the fantasy, it would involve some negotiation on that one. <laughs> I think these guys are probably are pretty freaky. Yeah. Right. I mean, he has his nipples pierced. Is that confirmed? They confirmed that they are not pierced, but I also think that is a lie. Yeah, I don't believe that. (laughs) Like, what is the explanation other than pierced nipples? If if someone can give me a valid explanation, then yeah, there are clear, clearly barbells, and what's the problem? Nothing. Nothing. Radical self-expression, man. It's important. It makes them hotter. Yeah, it does. Speaking of radical self-expression, so they um, they announced on Friday that they are uh, canceling Burning Man this year. Aww. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, so all of my work for the next forever is gone. Uh. <laughs> Have you been able to apply for, like, unemployment for all your gig stuff? Uh, no, I don't qualify for unemployment because I am a gig worker. And also there's a really cute box that you have to check. Um, if you do anything that remotely qualifies as sex work, and it makes you not qualify, I don't think that's true. So because I'm a sex worker, I'm not getting any government benefits. What up? Wait, is there yeah, really a box? Is... Uh, uh, yeah, on the fucking form I tried to fill out. That's weird because I swear I just filled it out and I don't recall anything. Maybe they got rid of it. Try again because they made it incredibly different well, and easy as of like last—I don't even know—Friday or something, um, because it was impossible and so many people were doing it and they were crashing the, the phones. And and even if you are a gig worker, if you have any, do you have any tax documents? Because then you can prove that. And then um, 
you might even just be entitled to the emergency relief right now. It's called like PUA. So it's like pandemic, I don't know, unemployment. I don't know, but... And again and again and again and just get disappointed five million times. But speaking of not having money, um, I know we don't do promos till the end usually, but I'm going to say it again at the end. I'm on OnlyFans now. So uh, for those of you listeners who have uh, wanted to see more of my art, uh, you can. Sarah Elizabeth with an E. Fins. Um, yeah. Help, help me pay my bills, please. <laughs> and it's also linked on your Instagram, which you can find on Sarah, find by searching for Sarah Elizabeth Spins. Yes. My PG-13 content doesn't have an E after Elizabeth. The not safe for work stuff always has an E. Slight difference. <laughs> Wait, Elizabeth has an E at the end? Uh-huh. Because at one point I got my, uh, when I was, a kid, uh, I had this really bizarre sound healing session, and this woman told me that my name didn't vibrate at the same frequency that I did. But I added an E to it, that things would work. So Sarah Elizabeth, without an E on OnlyFans, was already taken. But with an E, it wasn't. And you know what? I'm on 10% of creators. So. <laughs> I'm yeah, that's so great. And I like that it's vibrating at, like, a higher frequency <laughs> with the E. Yeah. Vibrating. There are other things that are vibrating. Fans, because I hear so much about it. I kind of know what it is, but um, I don't. So I'm, I've only been on the platform for a few weeks now, but um, I'm, I'm pretty into it. So basically, the best way I can explain it is... A social media feed um and so artists and models and you know uh porn creators whatever basically larger umbrella sex workers um can post photos like you would on like instagram or something except there's no sensors on the content and so in order to access uh creator feed you pay a monthly subscription and then you get to see everything that they post and you, if you, you know, really like the artist and you want to support them, you can give them tips for their posts. Um, you can also directly talk with the creators, and uh, most people will shoot, like, custom requests. Um, and, yeah, it's just a, it's a completely by-the-book legal um, way for uh, people in my industry who suddenly can't do any in-person work uh, to be able to keep our heads above water. And it's also really great because now I can finally post all of the art that I've made throughout the years that would get me kicked off of every other platform. <laughs> yeah, because you usually have to censor all of it. Yep. Because mm. female nipples are evil, man. <laughs> so evil. So is so the male evil. nipple. All nipples. No, I'm... the male nipple is fine, apparently. It's no. just the female nipple. I, I can tell you that I experienced equality when Faceboy got me banned for his man nipples. It's what true. did you get banned from? Was wait was this the was this the same day that was the last time that I was in and Correct. I yeah was it his nipples? Did they answer you? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was his male nudity. 
male top. I was sure that it was that I made a joke about how I would flash my boobs if they sent me money. No, you're allowed to do that. (laughs) Really? Because I totally got banned from Tinder this weekend for posting my OnlyFans link in my bio. I think that's different somehow. I know, but I was just surprised. Just like, man... I literally didn't even talk to anyone about it. You know I the funny thing? didn't say, come give me money. If you People did have it, premium snapshots on this. I think if you did it as a photograph, like uh, words or graphic, you know, words on a graphic, it wouldn't have gotten flagged. Because whatever robots read words, I don't think they read words in pictures. Mm. Well, too late now. I'm banned for life. Really? For life? Yeah. How do you know? Do Holy they tell shit. you? Because I opened up Tinder, I think it was maybe on Monday, I hadn't looked at it in like a week, um, and I got a, like a big exclamation mark, and it said your account has been banned permanently because you violated our terms of service. Huh. Weird. I, I yeah. suspected mine was, but so I don't... Go figure. Men can sexually harass women and threaten them, but you can't post a link you and only fans but you can post a link to your premium snapchat where you're selling porn wait is that true what are the rules anymore is snapchat an affiliate like what the fuck no i think it's because snapchat is plausible deniability what you're like oh it's just snapchat <laughs> and there are also like 12 year olds on snapchat i think too who are not I don't know. I don't use Snapchat. I don't understand computers, really. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I'm use Snapchat. I'm the worst millennial ever. Really <laughs> it's fucking bizarre, because it's like suddenly everything is happening online, and I don't know how to use any of it. And everyone thinks that I should be able to, um, because, you know, I'm in my 20s, <laughs> and no, no. <laughs> You don't do Zoom yet? Oh, I, I thankfully I've been using Zoom for a few years um, because actually Burning Man uses Zoom as their uh, like video chat platform for meetings uh, for all over the world. Wow! Yeah, so, I, have, I haven't joined. I haven't gotten it yet. I did not I know I like if I will. It. I know that in theory it's like dangerous right now because people can do Zoom bombings, but you just put a password on it. Wait, what's the, what's the problem? There's this whole thing where people are hacking into Zoom meetings um, via screen sharing, I believe, if the meeting is not password protected. And through doing that, they're able to uh, steal information from you know people's computers, like passwords and internet history and yada, yada, yada. And they can gain um, access to your camera and your audio, and they can also just say things in the middle of your Zoom meeting, which is the least of the problems, but they're like photobombing, Zoom bombing. That part sounds funny. Yeah, that's the fun part. Like being in class and then somebody coming in and shouting ridiculous shit, that's fun. But them stealing all your passwords and then, I don't know, accessing stuff and buying sneakers, not fun. All right. Well, all the more reason for me not to get Zoom. I don't need it. No, they're fixing yeah, it because they know I mean, about it. Oh. Because the then I'm just, then I'm just in another, then I'm just, just another group. Yeah, but then I'm just in another group social situation where I feel awkward. Now it's, I have to associate it with it being in my own home. 
Oh God! Do you want to hear something funny? Sure. I was in a no. Zoom or something hangout, and I was—I don't know—I guess drinking a glass of wine. I don't normally drink, and I fell asleep off camera, like just off camera, and it <laughs> ended in the three minutes because I was like, "Oh wait, it's still going on," and then three minutes later, I woke up and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And it was over. What happened? <laughs> Maybe they kicked you off because you were sleeping. <laughs> or creeping in the corner. Yeah, they're just like, oh, Catherine fell asleep. Let's let her go to bed. Exit. Yeah, maybe. I ate paper today by mistake. I was going to ask if it was on purpose. Why? I made a sandwich, and I have a type of American cheese that's separated by the little pieces of paper. And it was stuck to the bottom. I looked at the top. I didn't look at the bottom. And I didn't even notice until there was, like, maybe four bites of paper left. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just spacing out, like, trying That's to why be... you should not eat American cheese, because it tastes the same as paper. <laughs> if you're eating better cheese, you wouldn't have that problem. Yeah, I know that American cheese is, like, you start with cheddar, and then you fuck it up. <laughs> and that's American cheese. America. Is that how they get American cheese? Yeah, you start with cheddar and then you fuck it up. So to get American <laughs> cheese, you take something that is perfect and needs no adulteration and just ruin it, America. And it's plastic. Fuck yeah. Coming along to save the motherfucking day. Yeah. Fuck. America. <laughs> One of my favorite jokes in the movie. Also, can we talk about how much this feels like idiocracy right now? 100%. Right? More than it has throughout the rest of this presidency. No, it has not. Go like ahead. It's a dust bowl in idiocracy, and they're trying to fix it by giving the plants Gatorade. Yeah, I but feel like what that's plants what's need? happening right now with the way Trump is trying to handle this pandemic. It's what plants crave. It's what plants need. <laughs> That's basically what he's saying about this heart exploding medicine. Yes. Like, you won't die of coronavirus, I promise, because we're going to explode your fucking heart with this malaria drug. In the last week, we've cut funding from the World Health Organization and we passed a bill from the moon. The moon. <laughs> oh, God. It's idiocracy. One more time, in case you missed it, because there's so much shit going on right now. We are harvesting resources from the moon? Question mark? Oh, just become president. That's how I'll get it. They've got a lot of rocks on the moon. I'll kick it all the rocks, the most rocks. I have the best rocks. The rocks really like me. You know, I'm really good friends with the rocks. Um... You know, I don't we are past the halfway mark. It is uh, song time. What do you got for us? All right. Uh, so, do you want me to tell we you? We won't be able to hear the music. Yeah. So do you I'll want me just to sit in silence. Just do it. Just do it. Okay. Don't stand so close to me.
I look forward to hearing that with the music. It was beautiful without. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you. I always wonder how, like, insane... Because, you know, when you remove the music in any vocal track, even good ones, sometimes it's not good. So I have no idea what you guys are sitting through <laughs> every week when I do this. I liked it. And uh, I believe you have some copy to read. We do that after the song. It's true. Dashi, a new American restaurant and cafe specializing in Japanese and Asian comfort foods, has just opened at 119 Ingram Street, only a few blocks from the Morgan L stop. They've got great dishes, noodles, rice dishes, small plates, and salads. And if you want a hamburger or BLT, they've got that too. They're open every day, most days from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., and you can order online from Grubhub, Postmates, or DoorDash. Check them out at dashibrooklyn.com or stop by, wave from outside, and uh, welcome them to the hood. Tell them RFB sent you. So are we supposed to – Does any? we should talk later about Grubhub and Post-its, uh, Postmates. Uh do you know anything about that stuff that's going on? No, I don't. I, I know that some guy from Grubhub threatened me with bodily harm. What? What? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, about 9 o'clock. I was sitting outside of my building on the stoop, and this guy was huge. He was huge. Um, and and I see he's coming towards the building. I get up to give him some room, social distancing. And 
He goes, is there a problem? And I said, with me? He goes, no one else here, just you and me. No witnesses. He says the word no witnesses? He said no what? witnesses. And that's what I just went towards the side. There's a side entrance to my building, so I went to this. I didn't say a word to him after that. I went to the side entrance to my building, went inside, and then I was going to try and get a picture of him on the way out, but I just didn't get it in time. And he, and, and as he's on his bike leaving, he goes, I know where you live. Wait, so I'm you provoked. interacted with him again? Like you're on the side of your building outside waiting to get a picture of the psychopath? No, not outside. Not outside. I, I was going to maybe get a picture of his bicycle, anything, you know, to, so that he'd be identifiable. Because he was, any, anything. But, uh, and, and the next. I did make a report to Grubhub. They were supposed to get back to me. They never did. I love that you did everything I was about to tell you. Why don't you do this? You did it. You did all the yeah. things. I did all Are the things. Are you going to victim blame him, Catherine? <laughs> no, not at all. I was going to be like, okay, this is what we need to do. Because <laughs> that fucking guy needs to be stopped because he sounds like a goddamn psycho. Uh, but he yeah. did all of the, you did all the things that I, I can't come up with anything else that you need to do. I don't know. Put out tax. <laughs> Don't do that. I had something weird happen with an Uber Eats driver one time um, where he was really aggressive with me and was screaming at me. Um, and I went to just, I was like, all right, I don't have, I don't have to tolerate this. Have a nice night. And I went and I closed the door. And as I was trying to close the door, he tried to fight me to open the door back up. Damn. Up. So, uh, you know. I closed the door and deadbolted it and filed a complaint. And they were like, here's $5 off your next order. We're sorry. Wow. <laughs> I was you like, know what? that's not really helping, though. You know what? I wouldn't have accepted it because then you're accept when you when you they take the $5. They don't have the option to accept it. They just, they're like, we, go, we went ahead and added $5 to your account. Wow. Yeah. No, it's not like the option to accept it. They just do it. That's very rapey. But like, what do you think the the thing with the accepting it? It's your what? You're saying it's okay, kind of a thing. Yeah, like this thing that's been going on with me and CVS and my mother not being able to get into their facility because the fucking lift hasn't worked since they opened, and you know, whenever this whole thing is over, or maybe before, I don't know, but you know, eventually. The, the complaint has been filed.
disabilities, yeah. that's illegal. That's so totally yeah, that's illegal. not five dollars. That's shit, no. or that that's fucking illegal. That's horrendous. Five dollars off your purchase. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't gonna... feel like that's the same situation at all. I would, I would be in the same boat with you on that one. I would tell them to go kick rocks and call a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. We're probably going to ask for a half a million. We'll probably get um, from the other cases that I've seen that are similar, probably about two hundred thousand, not five dollars. <laughs> yeah. oh they need to fix that. They need to fix that goddamn list because that is completely unacceptable. Yeah. Gross. Haven't they okay, sent? let's. Did you read all the copies? No, there's more. Okay, let's <laughs> let's, let's do that, and because that's something we're supposed to do. Okay. Friends, COVID nineteen is disrupting everyone's lives right now, and Radio Free Brooklyn is no exception. We want you to know that we have made every effort to ensure the health and well-being of our hosts, staff. broadcasting live and pre-recording from their home studios or by selecting the best rebroadcasts of their past shows. With most of our revenue streams evaporated, we need your help. We realize you may be hurting too, but if you can afford a small donation, it would go a long way toward helping us stay on the air. There are three ways you can help. First, you can give a one-time or monthly donation by going to radiofreebrooklyn.org donate. There you'll find some great t-shirts, mugs, and other swag that we'd like to send you to say thanks. G-I-V-E-5 to 444-321, and it only takes a moment and you'll be able to use your digital wallet for your donation. Finally, if you shop on Amazon, you can go to Amazon.com smile and register Radio Free Brooklyn as the nonprofit you wish to support. When you do, a percentage of your sales will get and it costs you nothing. No donation is too big or too small. Whatever you can afford will make a huge difference. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts and wish all of our listeners health and happiness as we weather the storm together. Or the Amazon thing again, because that's that's uh, I just want to hammer that home, especially since people are are doing a lot more ordering from home. Up on Amazon, you can go to Amazon.com forward slash smile and register Radio Free Brooklyn as the nonprofit you wish to support. When you do, a percentage of your sales will go to RFB, and it will cost you absolutely nothing extra. Cost See, so you only have to do that once to set it up. It costs you nothing, and from then on, everything that you order from Amazon, something goes towards a nonprofit, us. Uh, I am no longer during this time until further notice. I am not looking for sponsors. I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not doing great, but I'm doing okay. And I recognize that there are people that are struggling a lot more than me. I am asking you to, if you're going to sponsor this show, whatever amount you're going to give, I would first ask that you give that towards uh, sex workers. If you're someone who had frequented strip clubs in the past, if you're someone who had supported sex workers, done business with them in the past, as uh, as uh, Sarah was saying, um, it's uh, it's a huge, huge, huge struggle right now. And um, this week specifically, um, 
since she does fall under the category of a sex worker, once again, will you, Sarah, tell people where they can find your OnlyFans? I'm crying. I love you so much. Um, you can find me on my OnlyFans, www.onlyfans.com, slash Sarah with an H, Elizabeth with an E. And, um, you can also find me directly on Venmo and uh that's at Sarah Elizabeth Sims without the E. You can find me on Instagram, same thing, at Sarah Elizabeth Sims. Um, and, yeah, also, like, support other sex workers, too. I definitely appreciate donations, but we are all in this together. Um, OnlyFans is a really incredible site for this time right now um, for sex workers. There's a lot of really incredible content creators on that site. So if you are the kind of person who's sitting at home and, you know, you are bored and you want to do whatever to make yourself feel better, um, support your local sex workers because you fucking need it. Um, And, yeah, also, like, support your local shelters or like other people who need it too we're we're all we're all struggling right now um and it's really important i think to uh especially in new york for us all to come together you know check in on your neighbors check in on your loved ones check in on your family um because now is the time to do it also folks um you know those 400 cans of tuna you bought on March 14th that you're now realizing you're not going to need and you're not going to use, now is the time to give them up. Save a few for yourself. But uh, everyone who did this massive amount of hoarding created shortages, and these shortages are hurting people. We have reached the apex. We've got a long way to go. Yeah, we've got a long way to go, but you don't need 400 fucking cans of tuna. Similarly, you don't need fucking 500 PPE masks. No one who is not an essential worker, no one who is not working as a medical professional needs to be wearing professional-grade masks. If you hoarded supplies like masks and gloves, please take them to your local hospital. We do not have enough PPE. Similarly... If you can donate to local makers who are making masks from their home, uh, my best friend Sharon McManus is doing it. Um, Third Earth Designs, she's super incredible. There's also like a lot of really, really, really amazing local makers who are stepping up to do the work that our federal government did not do. And, and let me tell you, that it, also needs support. it feels good. It feels good. I uh, I'm I was so glad that that I touched your heart, Sarah, with this new thing that I've been doing, where I'm not where I'm not asking for sponsors. Um, I'm I'm discouraging sponsors. It's not where your money needs to go right now. Not me. I, I'll, I'm okay. Uh, and if it's you been can working. Send we can get really sponsors. Just kidding. <laughs> you can send me uh, a a really good. Um, suggestion for somebody who's good for doing therapy over the phone that would be really good i have gotten to the point where i'm having hallucinations on the street where like a bag of garbage is actually a human being coming towards me that's not good is that why grubhub had no recollection of this man was he garbage was he just a pile of garbage that you thought was being aggressive 
It was on video. Everyone, New York City has a free mental health line. If you need to talk to someone, I don't know the number off the top of my head. I probably should. But um, please reach out. Reach out to your friends and family. Hey, fuck, reach out to me. Find me on Instagram. Shoot me a message. Um, You know, there are tons of mental health professionals who are also stepping up to volunteer their time to support people. Um, And now is a time where we are all struggling, and it is okay to be struggling. It is okay to be in pain. It is okay to ask for help if you need it. There is no shame in that. And the city is doing an incredible job at creating um, a support system. But also reach out to the people in your life and let them know that you're struggling because, you know, we all care. So you guys at home could definitely Google this. Uh, there's a bunch of different options. I'm going to give you NYC Well, which is a 24-7 talk or text chat. It is 888-692-9355. But again, if you just Google free mental health line, free mental health line NYC, like any of that, you'll find a bunch of resources. Okay, let's get back to what this show is really all about. So, Captain, what is your... Sorry. What's that? Stay the fuck home. Oh, yeah. You're not an essential worker. Stay home. Don't go visit your boyfriend. Don't have dinner parties. Don't invite strangers over from Tinder. Don't fucking go jogging. Just stay home. Fucking joggers. Fucking joggers. Don't go to the hospital unless it's really an emergency and you're dying. And don't call 911 unless it's really an emergency and you're dying. Like, save the resources for the people who need it right now. If you have a runny nose or a cough, stay home. What were you going to say? Uh, I totally forgot. I totally forgot. Like, Let's um, get back to what this show, show is about. about. And I cut you off because I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. I oh, no, that's fine. Th- yeah, let's get back to what the show is about. Catherine, what is your... Cuomo brothers sexual fantasy. <laughs> All right. So I'm still mad at Andrew, but I'm dating both of them in a committed long-term relationship. Angsty boy Chris is so cute to me right now because he like apparently had a grumpy little meltdown, which is so amazing. Um, I also think it's cute that he was like, listen to me, Andrew, our father, he said, this is what you have to do to save the world. Like, you know that's a prank, and I'm so into it. So I would like to date both of them at the same time. Uh, so yours is but more of a romantic thing. But only you after. You know the world's weird. What? I said, you know the world is getting really weird when Catherine's open to polyamory. Well, no, I've always wanted to date two men. That's not polyamory. That's different. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it isn't. Um, also, they're brothers, so it's, like, very different. I'm really dating both of them. They could do what they want, <laughs> but, like, I don't know. <laughs> That's some other shit. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no. Oh, I'm, here's another thing, uh, folks. Um, uh, stock up on condoms. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. yeah Just go down to your local bar and grab... Oh. Here's my prediction. Um, so, the, the leading manufacturers of condoms had to shut down for a while and you know that's fine for now but when this thing is over i don't know about you but i'm gonna be fucking i'm gonna be fucking 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 
fucking, fucking, fucking. And I think a lot of the other people are going to be like that. And I'm going to be cuddling, 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 cuddling. Cuddling, fucking, fucking, cuddling. Cuddling, 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 fucking. I'm going to cuddle fuck Chris. <laughs> I want them both in tutus, actually, the more I think about it. The m- nice. I want to know how much body metal they have. Collectively or individually? Like, starting just with Andrew. Like, do you think he's a Prince, Al- a Prince Albert? Ooh. And thought about that, but there's definitely a possibility. Come on. No. I'm ashamed I'm that ashamed I have it. <laughs> and shocked by this. I deserve a spanking if only we were in the studio. <laughs> now, is that spanking with a magic wand with a, a tutu wearing Cuomo? Oh my fucking God, Catherine. That's the next part of it. I told you I hadn't gone further in the fantasy, but yeah. No, no, that's totally it. Like, I'm just bent over, and they each have magic wands, and they're spanking me with the magic wands. All right. But also telling me what a good girl I am while they're doing it. Oh, here's the other part. Their magic wands can can change the the shape of their their cocks. Hmm. I bet you were going to say they're also magic wands, and they vibrate. Yeah, that too. (laughs) So they have the actual magic ability to change? Because I was going to ask, who do you think is packing more that's a good question the first name that popped in my head was chris i don't know why you uh, guys chris is such a big dick name yeah i feel like chris has a lot of like big dick energy but i yeah. feel like andrew is just so cool calm collected and strong that he's got to have a giant cock like, there's a lot of security in that, man. <laughs> I'm so glad we're having this conversation because I know New Yorkers. It's important. These are the and real things that people want to know. A lot of people are thinking about topic. this. A lot of people are thinking about this. Like, Fuck the it. one nice thing going on right now is, like, you know, when you tune in and watch the news, all of the just things that are being said make you cry. But at least they're coming from someone who's really beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> When when he when he gets to that that part where being New York tough and then the last thing is loving and he goes tough and loving, they're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> nah. God. God, I never thought I would voluntarily call a man daddy again in my life. It's <laughs> a big moment, y'all, and it happened on air. <laughs> you witnessed his it's been an intimate show. What? Tough, loving daddy. <laughs> daddy Cuomo. Daddy Cuomo. Have you not heard that yet? No, I think we have our episode title. <laughs> there they'll, we go. They'll listen to this, right? I hope so. Like, why not? I think it would make them very they happy. Do, then they'll know how to find me and contact me. So once social distancing is over, we can make this fantasy a reality. Sarah, more sex when this is over, or you're going to be more cautious and have less sex? Um, I would like to say more, but to be honest, I think this whole, like, being alone during a pandemic thing has uh, made me 
love myself more than I have in a really long time. And I think that if I happen to have, like, the right amazing people in my life, like the Cuomo brothers. (laughs) um, My boyfriends. But I'm not just going to, like, go out and just, like, fuck anything with a pole, you know? Which, like, no shame if, like, that's what people want to do. I'm not going to yuck your yum again. Like, have as much sex as you want. But me personally, I've been getting pretty good at fucking myself. So. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I mean, that's you good. Especially for someone that doesn't, right? that doesn't. Oh, Pornhub is giving uh, free premium prescri- uh, subscriptions. You almost said prescription. I know. I know. I mean, I feel honestly like orgasms should be prescription right now because the world is so stressful. How are you going to get through this if you're not coming? Yeah. Which is why sex work is really important. Full circle. Yeah, honestly, I don't know which direction I'm going to go in, the more sex or the less sex. So I do know, I do know that I'm going more cuddles. That is for sure. Yeah. I am going to, when I see, when I can hug you, Sarah Elizabeth, when I can hug you. I'm going to struggle the shit out of you when this is over. I want you to know that. Yep. The aggressive snuggling happening. Yep. Very aggressive snuggling. Like, like, like when, like when your dog hasn't seen you for two weeks and leave the way they run to you, the whole butt moves, the whole body wiggles. I mean, my yeah. dog's been with me this entire time, and she is still snuggling me very aggressively, which I'm nice. grateful for. She's living her best life. We are almost How's out of time. Uh, oh. I want to thank you so very much, Sarah Elizabeth, for sharing so much with us. And, thank uh, you for having me. And I want to thank Catherine for doing everything you do, being a co-host, getting the technical stuff down. I want to thank our listeners for keeping us up in the top 10. And I want to remind you all, uh, whether you're in New York or you're wherever you are, uh, it is time to be tough and it's a time to be smart. It's time to be safe and it's a time to be loving. And I hope that you all take those messages to heart. And that you stay the fuck home. Sorry about that noise. No worries, I'll play us out.